It's Hockey Prospect Radio brought to you by Fractal Hockey Consulting. Through an integrated series of best business practices, they design solutions for hockey operations and hockey business operations. I'm happy to bring on Dennis Holland, scout for the Dallas Stars, to talk about some prospects in the system. Dennis, thanks for coming on the show. You're welcome. It must be hockey season. I'm talking to you again, so it's great to be here. Appreciate that. So let's talk about uh, Logan Stankoven right off the hop. And what I like about him is, no, he's not the biggest guy, obviously, stature-wise, but you know, you recognize the mental emotional side of the game is equal portions of value to the skill of a player. Because you can have, we've seen lots of skilled players never make it through to the, even to the American League. But this kid has the emotional mental grit to find a way to adapt and get over. And even if he gets knocked down, it's just, he keeps, he's like, you know, that weeble wobble used to punch when we were kids. He'll get right back again and right after it. So thoughts on about his transition of coming from junior hockey, you know, from Kamloops into Texas and the American hockey league and how that's going to work out for him. Cause that's really a big jump for a lot of the CHL kids. Well, well, it is. And, uh, you know, he had as, as good of uh, junior careers you can have, uh, you know, world juniors and, excuse me, CHL player of the year honors, um, you know, led uh, the WHL in scoring, like did everything. Now, now it's, it's the time to uh, make the jump and, and uh, transition to a, a bigger, a bigger uh, foe. Right. So, um, I think it's going to be a bit of a transition. I mean, I, you know, you play in the Western Hockey League, you play in the OHL and you're an offensive guy. You don't play much defense. You don't get asked to play much defense. Now he's going to be playing against pros. He's going to have to play all three zones. He does it as good as anybody his age. Uh, his competitive spirit is is off the charts. Uh, I think the the thing that really uh, blew me away is when I, I interviewed him the first time and how professional, how focused he was to be a, uh, an NHL hockey player, um, it just exuded out of him. It was just like you could tell this young man had one passion and one goal and it wasn't going to be denied. So um, I think his transition is going to be, there's going to be a little bit of a hiccup probably um, just to the size of the uh, the, the, the opponent. But uh, I tell you, he uh, I'll take him any day in the week when the pucks get thrown in a corner and who's coming out with it. So uh, I like his game. I think that... Um, He's got uh, great upside for our organization. We're we're excited to see uh, you know where he takes his game. Well, there is some advantages when he obviously he's a smaller player, but there are ways to attack an opponent on a on a puck battle that is much larger and stronger than you. You got to find a way to get it under sticks into hands. You know he'll have to do it in an intelligent way because you know the talent pool compresses, but also that size and mobility compresses the D, the D men are you know six two and mobile almost all of them. And, you know, he didn't have to face that all the time. It's like taking the best defensive defenseman in the Western Hockey League. Now, all the guys you face are like that. Oh, by the way, they're stronger and faster and meaner, too, on top of that. But I think he he shows enough intelligence to adapt. That's the one thing I like about his game is he's like a chess player. Oh, that didn't work. I got to try something different until he starts to see things. He, he, he sees trends really quickly and then overcomes that. Is that something that you saw as well? I did actually. I, I think he did a really good job there as an 18 year old. I think he led the league in goals. I, I think um, he was a great shooter. Um, you know, came back the next year and the league kind of said, Hey, we're not letting you shoot the puck anymore as much. And uh, 
he really is a, a great passer of the puck. A great, he has good vision. Um, I think he understood. Okay, well, you're going to do this. Somebody else is going to be open. Uh, you know, Semenov's going to be open on the other side, or or whatever it was. So I think he he adapts. He's a real smart player. He he possesses a, an NHL shot and shoot from from distance and and uh, have success, which opens other lanes and other doors for for teammates and and uh, you know makes opponents have to you know you know which what do we want to live with uh, his shot or him making a play to uh, somebody else that's open. Yeah, I find he's a player that could get lost in traffic and defensemen can lose track of him of where he is. And all of a sudden he's in a backdoor play and, you know, popping a goal in or making a pass. So that's where I think he could be really dangerous. You know, Cam Atkinson in that respect of just, you know, you don't know where he is and all of a sudden it's too late from that respect. So I'm curious to see what he does in his first year in the American League. Let's talk about Artyom uh, Grushnikov. You know, he's such a throwback defenseman. And I know the rage and the love affair with the mobile transition puck moving transporter, more offensive minded defenseman is there. And it has been for the last, you know, five to seven years. But what that has done is made that defensive defenseman, the insulating defensive defenseman who is mean as a junkyard dog, more valuable and actually has become much more in vogue because you have to be able to balance that defense pair out. And that's where I think Artem Grushnikov, he's such a throwback, very much like the Rob Scuderi's or the Richard Vathachuk's of the world is he's just going to grind you into a pulp and you're just not going to want to go play against him. You don't want anything to do with him. And it's just some, to me, it was a breath of fresh air when I watched him play. And that's why I think he's going to be a really valuable asset long-term because you still need guys to kill penalties. You still need guys to match up and make it uncomfortable for other guys to go to the net and then balance and protect and insulate a more offensive-minded defenseman. Well, I, I think you hit the uh, the nail on the head there. I think he's one of those guys, if you, if you looked at the numbers and the analytics and stuff, you know, you're, you're probably not going to be falling in love with him. But uh, I tell you, you go watch him play a game and you appreciate the, 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 the sacrifice he makes to block a shot on a penalty kill, uh, how he makes guys pay a price in front of the net. Um, I think, you know, when you look at back over our roster and, and the Dallas Stars organization, when we've had successes, you know, like you say, the Matlachucks and the Hatchers, and, you know, even now uh, Lindell for us, kind of goes unnoticed at times uh, for what he does for our organization and for, for his offensive uh, partners that, that play with them. Um, those guys are very, very valuable. I mean, it's going to be, a, it's going to be a transition for him as, as every uh, young guy turns a pro, uh, he's going to have to learn how to move pucks a little bit quicker. Uh, you know, the battle is going to be a little bit harder, but uh, again, a, a quality person, a quality individual and a, and a, a young man that is a student of the game. I know they they, they talk about they they got to you know yank him off the ice at the end of practice, working on on shots and and different uh, things to get his game better. So, um, you know, we're excited to 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 see where he takes his game. It's the like most young men, uh, they always have a little bit of a hiccup uh, that first year, and it's in transition to living by yourself and and learning the pro game and and all. But uh, we like where he's at. Uh, we like that. Uh, he brings an element to uh, that it's tough to find now. I mean, you could say just go find a big tough uh, DD that can play. They're not as 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 plentiful as they they, they used to be. There, that's a, you know, like you say, a bit of a lost art to play within the rules. 
and yet uh, make it uncomfortable for the other team's uh, offensive players. Yeah, before we take off the break, observation about him is he makes really great choices. Not decisions, but choices. Like, I'm going to take a hit to make a play, get the puck out. I'm going to block a shot. I'm going to engage in front of the net and take some punishment to control this power forward or this player in front of the net. And it's something I, I you know, learned from Dave King, longtime coach, about trying to evaluate players who make really good choices in that respect. And other thing is I don't think sometimes in the analytic world that we don't do a very good job of overall is measuring how many plays are destroyed by a defenseman. How many plays do you stop wreck from like the neutral zone into the defensive zone? And that's what Grushnikov does. He wrecks plays and nobody likes to dump the puck in, in his area. Cause even if he's going back to get it, he's going to give it to you. Like you're going to get an elbow or something. He's going to reverse a hit on you. He's a piece of work. And I mean that in the most complimentary way. So I, I like him as a player. Uh, we're going to take a short break on Hockey Prospect Radio, but stay tuned right after these messages. <laughs> 